Hi, I'm Justine. I work as a sleep practitioner in Leeds. Hi, I'm Helen and I work as a sleep practitioner in London. I'm a mum of four with three children on the autistic spectrum. This is the Sleep Right podcast and in this episode we're talking about bedtime relaxation exercises. Find more information and support for families of disabled children at scope.org.uk forward slash sleep. Justine. Hi Helen. It's great having this chat and I'd just really love you to share with me how you help parents and children to relax during the golden hour. Well I think first of all it's important to say why we talk about relaxation in the golden hour. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people think of relaxation as kind of Yoda sitting cross-legged on top of a mountain going on and that isn't necessarily what we're talking about. I think it's just activities that will help calm down the brain and the body in preparation for sleep because Mm. we all live quite fast-paced hectic lifestyles um, and that's as true of our children as it is for adults so I think it's important that we take time to almost consciously wind down and relax to prepare ourselves for sleep. Have you got uh, perhaps a particular exercise that you find um, most effective? Well, I think one of the things that I actually really love, and it's probably because I'm a children's yoga teacher, is I quite like actually maybe doing a bit of yoga stretches um, in the run-up to bedtime because they can help calm the body down Mm. first and then you start calming the brain down. Um, And it's also just a lovely bonding activity to do together. It's Mm. not about getting it right. It's about, you know, just doing some lovely stretches together. And I think, you know, for some children, not for all, that can be a really nice thing to do. And um, what about yourself? What's one of your favourites? I, I suppose um, I, I, I particularly feel that um, emotions are contagious. It's almost as important that mums or dads, before they go into a situation that they might find difficult, relax. So I might start really um, helping mum or dad to learn how to breathe deeply to a, a parent that when you breathe deeply, the diaphragm, which is the muscle underneath the lungs, literally flattens. And this sends back a message to the brain that all is well. So instead of getting high cortisol levels, which which will make you kind of fight, 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 flight, which you can be in sometimes when you're thinking you might be in a battle with a child. Instead, it's telling your brain all is well. So just simply helping a, a mum to be able to breathe deeply, that's like tummy breathe, not not with their shoulders going up and down, but yeah. breathing from their tummy so that they are in a relaxed state before they actually start the golden hour. Because I think the kid, the kid then picks up that mum is confident and relaxed. Definitely. I think I think if you're breathing deeply, actually often that co-regulates a child and they actually start mm. automatically breathing deeply. But I really like doing breathing exercises with children too. So one of the things, one of the ones I like for little ones is just getting them to lie you lie them down and you get their favourite teddy or soft toy mm. um, and or it might even be a Lego brick. It doesn't really matter. And you get it on their tummy and get them to sort of breathe from their tummy so that they're kind of rocking their toy to sleep. Yeah. And that yeah. gets them really breathing down into their into their tummy, which is that deep breathing that we want to kind of trigger, as you say, that kind of mm. relaxation um, mm. feeling. 
that's one I, of my favorites yes I must admit sometimes I find even just getting a child to that is able to, to blow bubbles to control their breath in blowing a bubble a larger bubble they actually start to breathe deeply and that can be the beginning of them learning about the fact that they can control their breath uh, alongside deep breathing I think it's really important that both parents and children are aware of, of, of how they need to relax their bodies. I quite often will work with a parent just on learning how to tighten an area of their, of, of their muscle. So it might be there to start with their toes and then work up their body, tightening and then letting go. Tightening, say their toes up and then letting them go as they're breathing. So as they're breathing in, they're tightening. As they breathe out, blowing through their mouths, they just let go. So they're breathing in through their nose. For three, I usually say hold for two, and then let go by blowing out through their mouth. And it, you can work from the toes, up the legs, buttocks. You know, all of us hold our tension in different places, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. And um, for me, it's shoulders. So usually after I've asked them to do that, I will then make them think about being in a scanner. I find teenagers um, often can kind of like take this on board. They may be more used to scanners, but the idea of then imagining a scanner going through your body and just recognising, oh, my shoulders are still tense or maybe my, my bottom's a bit tense still. And just again, pulling in, holding, and then breathing away and letting that part of the body just go again yeah I think that's really important I think a lot of children actually don't know what it feels like to be their body to be relaxed so you almost need to give that their bodies that experience through doing Mm. that kind of muscle relaxation type of, of exercise I also find mindfulness staying in the moment not kind of being uh worrying about the past or the future and so um to help a child relax sometimes just I love this little one where, you know, you, you, you ask mum or dad to pretend that they are a, a ice lollipop. And so they, they sit stiff and they get their child to sit, sit very stiff with them. And then gradually, oh, the sun is out. Oh, I'm melting. Oh, I'm melting. And they just gradually relax back into the chair. It can be quite funny. It can roll off a sofa, end up like a blob of um, water on the floor. Um, <laughs> And just that process helps the child go from being stiff to being relaxed. So it's particularly useful. Yeah. I've used um, that. I call it floppy spaghetti. Ah, uh, <laughs> so, yes, yes. I think as people know it's all sorts of different things. But yeah, you yeah. Sort of rigid spaghetti before it goes in the water, and then you kind of become floppy spaghetti. Um, yes, absolutely. Make your body yeah. floppy. I think it's whatever the child knows about. Really, you, you kind of use the hook mm. that will get your child. Um, to understand what is you're, you're asking for I think mindfulness is a, a buzzword at the moment and mm. people think it's a lot more complicated than mm. it actually is because as you say it's actually just about being in the present with older children and teenagers I think a good one with mindfulness is literally just counting your breaths mm. you know kind of one as you breathe in one as you breathe out and then two too and then if your mind wanders off which it inevitably does mm-hmm. you come you realize you come back and you start at one again um and over time you you notice that actually you can count get to a much higher count because you, you're training your brain not to to wander off and worry about tomorrow and what's going to happen at school 
So it can yes. be really simple, I think. Yes. Do you, do you find um, with teenagers that uh, they are they find it harder to relax um, than maybe little ones following their parents? I, I think they can, they can do, um, and I think it's kind of with little ones you can quite often make it fun and they want to join in with you it can, can be harder with teenagers um, and although normally I'm kind of a very anti-technology just before sleep there are actually a lot of apps and YouTube mm. videos and things that have mindfulness and guided re- visualizations and all sorts of relaxation exercises and sometimes they can be useful to, to get a teenager to engage but I think with the relaxation I think it thing is not to make it complicated and just to give it a go and see you know some things you'll enjoy and your child will enjoy others might not work for you but there are so many different ways out there I think it's just give it a go I hope you enjoyed our podcast today our sleep right service like all services at scope are only made possible by the generous donations of our supporters thanks to them We're able to be there for disabled people and their families when they need us and to work towards a society where all disabled people enjoy equality and fairness. If you'd like to help us continue this vital work, you can make a donation or set up a regular gift today. Simply visit scope.org.uk forward slash donate or call us for free on 0808 800 3333. We're open from 8am 7pm on weekdays from 10am to 6pm on weekends and bank holidays. Thank you for your support.